So what's Toronto Today about? What's this show you're doing? I honestly played golf with somebody yesterday. They pair you sometimes if you go out as a pair and then a pair joins you. And a guy said, loved hearing you at the other place. You uh, you did a good job there. And I'm like, well, I'm somewhere else now. And he didn't know about it. So sometimes it's important to reset who we are and what we do. So let me lay some of what Toronto Today is supposed to be out for you right here, right now. It's the funniest thing on the planet how people's listening habits change in the summer. And uh, they tell you also ratings come out, right? Ratings. Um, and, uh, you know, I realized really early days, the first show I was ever involved in was in 2001. I was uh, like a, an update anchor and I'd, I'd go out in the field and report when I worked in Detroit. But uh, even when I even when I was working before in London, Ontario at CFPL, I didn't really give much thought and in in small in the smaller markets it still matters it matters right ratings can equal revenue and people advertise differently and things have changed so much with the business but i was going through some of my old emails you know my damn emails um yesterday and i realized uh that i wrote a note to myself on the eve of us announcing toronto today um beginning which would have been the tuesday after labor day last year and it, so we would have started Toronto today on September 7th. I don't think much of a one year anniversary. Maybe we'll, let's make a deal of it when it's two, three or four years. If we're still um, doing this for uh, and, and everybody wants to keep doing this. So but I think I want to owe you, you know, some, I, I owe you sort of an explanation. I think if you're new or if you're sort of, you know, visiting Back after a summer away, I just uh, sent a, a quick text message to my, um, and I don't think he'll mind me mentioning it, to my kids, uh, my my kids' former elementary school principal. Really liked him. He had, I think, three principals. My two kids had three principals over the span of time. Uh, and he said, like, almost like, no offense, I didn't listen much over the summer. And I'm like, none taken. Summer's a little different. And I don't expect people that have to get up and get in the car at 6.30 a.m., 10 months of the year to flip on the rate. It's wonderful that you do. And I know that, that, that people do. Um, but I want to tell you how much I think this show has evolved over one year as well. Prior to going in last year to start Toronto today, we had a lot of, lot of meetings and a lot of planning and patience. And uh, I give you credit for being here in the first place. Here's what I always say. If you're already listening, whether you agree with everything we do or not, whether you agree with everything I say or you like this guest and you don't like that guest, um, you're already in a high percentile of being in the know. Like you're already engaged and enthused to deal with the important things in our midst. And that could be the economy. That could be healthcare, That could be education. And how much of, has all that been amplified? And obviously health, right? Health has, has had so many factors. Uh, you often hear the phrase mental health is health. I sure agree with that. And you think about all those factors over the last 30 months or so. So I think the show over the last year needs almost sort of a, a refresh in terms of what we do and what we're supposed to be doing and what we have done well and maybe what we can end up doing better here. But you're already engaged. You're listening right now. So you're engaged or you're listening on the podcast and you're engaged. And 
I it's really difficult to to do a show without a roadmap and an agenda, if you will. And I mean that in a positive way. You often hear the word agenda and you think negative things. Um, but and I remember coming to this radio station almost three years ago. Uh, the letters had sort of been emails had sort of been exchanged in the summer, early fall of 2019. And uh, I remember thinking, you know, I'd sit at my kitchen table a bunch of times in the spring of 2019. And the two big questions that we'd ask my wife and myself would say, she'd say to me, are you doing what you want to do? And are you doing it with people that care about it like you do? At that time, no one know. Are you being the are you being given the best chance to succeed at what you do best by your boss and or bosses? At that time, no, mostly and absolutely 100% not to the latter. And it's great to ask myself those same questions now and come up with yeses where there were no's, 100% uh yes as opposed to 0% yes. And uh and and it's I I think we've done a lot over the last year. We've gone through a federal election. We've gone through so many changes with uh, COVID-19. And many of you have seen me. I wouldn't say there's been a flip, but there's been a turn. And I think I think about that. I, I, I want to do as little talk about COVID as possible. I want to update you when things become available. I know why it belongs in a newscast, but I want to give you data. And I've really thought a lot about that in the last eight, nine months. And I think last fall, I'm going to give you a confession here. Last fall, leading up to November and maybe to Christmas, I think we had a couple guests on. And I'm like, if they really believed that there was less danger, if they if they themselves had COVID and had, had a had a you know, an easy time with it. Do I feel like they'd tell me? Do I feel like they'd be forthright and honest about it? Because that's all I want. Let's have honest conversations. Let's talk about how we feel. And I started to, again, I'm, it sounds like I asked myself a lot of questions. I do over the span of uh, 365, 24-7. I'm in my head way too much. It's a flaw. But I asked myself those questions about those people, and I'm like, I'm not sure. And it's is really difficult to sort of keep doing something and you're not sure you're getting that form of legitimacy from people you're talking. So you so you change and that's OK. That's all right. That like you everybody makes a turn and you think I want more of this in my life, less of this in my life. I want to I want to bring these people more in. I want to push these people more out. We all do it. OK, there's people we want to go have a great time with. And there's people like I don't have quite the same great time with them anymore. Right. We go through this with high school friends, college friends, work friends, all of that stuff. So, um, you know, coming to this radio station, I saw a lot more of a light in terms of what we'd be able to do with this radio show. And I watched this company uh, treat people with grace and understanding and realism and compassion. Uh, listen, we hit COVID and a pandemic uh, seven months after I arrived here. I didn't know what I would do. I didn't know who I would do it with. And you don't often get to choose. So you wait and you're patient and you you just see where it, it all will go. Okay. Um, but I, I got to tell you, if you're new to the show, if you're new to the show, I sometimes will tell people this. Give it a few weeks. Give anything a few weeks. There's, there's going to be some great moments 
and now and then the waters will get choppy. I think they'll be way, way, way less choppy than last fall this time because I think we know what the audience wants a bit more. And I can also bring it from a, you know, I'm an Ontario kid. I grew up idolizing people in Toronto who worked in the media. I grew up, I didn't grow up in Montreal. I didn't grow up in Winnipeg. I know sort of the, the, you know, the movers and shakers my entire life where you just, you'd watch, you'd you'd hear Mark Daly's voice and you'd just be in awe. Or you'd watch Gordon Martineau and Ann Murskowski on City, like you'd you'd hang on every word, Ann Ann Romer. I can tell you the people in TV and radio that have always inspired me. And yeah, I'll bring it back to global. We lost Peter Truman a couple years ago and I'd watch Peter Truman, Bob McAdory. I'd watch those newscasts. So here's what you're going to hear on the show. We're going to play the hits. We're going to give you the big stories. Sometimes we have to rotate them and do them a little differently. You'll be like, I heard this already at 6 o'clock. Well, we hope it's different at 8 o'clock. Just because we do the same story doesn't mean we're not going to do it differently. And this also isn't going to be a show where we talk at you. We're going to talk with you. The show is interactive. It already is. We put a text line in instantly because we wanted that interaction. We want to do more phone calls than we've done in the last several weeks. I don't want it to sound like anything else. I know who else is doing morning drive radio. I know what they do well. I know how we want to sound different. Okay? So we're going to give you depth. We're going to give you some fun sometimes. We're going to give stuff away. Um, when, When people always ask about sports, they will. I get it. We'll do it when it's really, really, really important. When sports matters. When sports transcends and everybody else is talking about it. And it's not X's and O's. And it's not locker room stuff. And it's not... What needs to happen in the Blue Jays bullpen or the rat? We're going to do it when it's really, really big. We're going to do it. Like when Canada's in the World Cup, everybody's going to be watching those games. Those games, there's 7 million people, 8 million people are going to watch those games. And we'll talk about those things. I want you to know that you've got a show that you're going to be able to take with you every single day and something new comes out of it. And again, I don't expect you to always agree with what we do and always agree with how it sounds, but we want to keep you coming back. And we appreciate you listening this morning. 